Saad, welcome to the Commerce Talks podcast again at the Siemens conference here in uh, in Dubai. And uh, today or in this session, we are not talking with a retailer, not with a manufacturer, but from with somebody like from the oil industry. Before I start explaining something wrong, please tell us a bit about yourself and about Admoc. Like first of all, thank you for uh, inviting me. It's really a pleasure to be here today. Uh, th there is nothing wrong about what you said. Uh, it's all about pers perspective at the end. Uh, from my perspective, uh, we all try to sell something. Uh, it's all about how easy to sell and how difficult to get the customer into your place. And, and as, a, as, as someone who's working at a few retailer, I can tell you it's it's um, it's a challenge every day. Uh, to to get uh, new customers and to be able to sell our products to our customers, despite the fact that it's at the end we're talking about a commodity, we're not talking about something. Uh, But ma different. many 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 listeners don't know what Eknoc is selling and 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 that's how it's working now. I've I've now uh, I've now like uh, driven the street of here Dubai for <laughs> for many times. So I've I've seen yeah. your brand. Can you give us a rough overview about the company? Sure, sure. I think uh, uh, Adnoc uh, uh, Group uh, is the main. Uh, oil producer in uh, in United United Arab Emirates, and from my uh, from my part, I'm uh, I'm uh, into one of the operating companies. It's uh, Adnoc Distribution, and we're in charge of uh, selling and marketing uh, fuel products. Basically, we manage service stations and convenience stores for the group, uh, and that's uh, uh, that's a very nice position to be in, especially in Adnoc, because we're the only B 2 C entity in the group. Basically, we're the only people talking to the final customer. Uh, most of the other entities are, uh, are upstream and downstream. Are really in big industry, not necessarily something where. So, but but then you're all so managing like the stores itself, not just the digital touch points. Uh, we 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 have because if I go to a gas station, yes. So uh, then then there must be somebody like talking to the customer because yes. uh, charging, for example, for the gas or for the oil. Yes, yes. We have people in on the ground. We have people managing the stores. We have people uh, supporting our uh, customers. We have. Every and each function possible for a for a such size of a company. Okay. Uh, again, we're uh, around thirteen thousand employees, so it's a big big scale for the for even for the country. And uh, we 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 do. If, if I may share maybe some figures that's going to help you to uh, to put the uh, Adnoc in, into the picture. Uh, Adnoc distribution specifically, we're we've been um, uh, we're we're the largest fuel retailer in the country, uh, operating um, uh, fuel stations. Uh, uh, convenience stores, car washes, you uh, change uh, areas, and then even uh, surprisingly uh, vehicle inspection centers for uh, mostly for Abu Dhabi. So we're uh, uh, overall uh, domestically we run around, and we even just passed the mark of 500 stations this year. So we now have 502 stations in uh, in United Arab Emirates, uh, around 360 convenience stores overall as a network. And then, um, uh, as I said, we have uh, car washes. We have um, um, uh, we have uh, loop change areas also around 200. Uh, so uh, uh, it's a big, big player. And, and I was discussing with someone in the payment industry lately, and he was saying, uh, and that's off the record, basically, uh, Adnoc Distribution is one of the top three merchants in the country from a transaction volume perspective. So we're we're doing around top top three merchants. Top three large merchants. So we're doing around 217 million transactions a year. That's okay. the volume we're. And uh, and and we are like unfair in this episode because I brought a customer here. So Lina, you are you are driving a car. Yes. So what's a what is a custom experience from from your point yeah. of view? Hello, Zaid. Hello, Alex. Hello. Um, 
Glad to be here. Uh, so I actually used to live in Abu Dhabi for, because I think what's interesting, uh, maybe just to add, as I mentioned, so in Dubai, um, we have a competitor, let's say to Anak, but in Abu Dhabi, it's a pure, pure, all the gas stations are run by Adnok, right? So, uh, you know, you are rightly pointing. So if you drive the car, you 100% Adnok's customer, not 99, 100%. And um, I think uh, the first thing uh, for me coming maybe from the UK, the the convenience is just at the next level in uh, from the service perspective, right? So you would I haven't put petrol in my own car for I don't know how many years now. So nobody is touching, uh, customers are not touching like the gas nozzle? or no, the... it's, a, it's a fully serviced experience. You have people attending to you, helping you uh, put in the fuel. And even uh, in this store, it's the same thing. You have people on the counter supporting you. Despite the fact that we have uh, safe checkout areas, but uh, people in, in, in the country prefers to be, ser to be served. And that's part of the convenience we offer for our customers. So you don't, and then you don't even leave the car, you pay from the car, or do, not, or do so, you need to go to the store? So, you, no, you don't need to go to the store here. In the, in the country, you pay from the car, and then you pay with different different uh, possible options. One is definitely cash. Uh, you pay with the credit card or bank card, and then you can even pay from your mobile app. Uh, and that's one of the things I'm proud of because we, we, we have included pay for fuel directly into the mobile app through our, our wallet, which we call Adnok Wallet. So uh, if, if uh, and I'm, I'm a regular user of that anyway, when I arrive to the station, I need just to select uh, the station I'm in, select the pump, uh, authorize the amount I want to put, and the attendant just put the nozzle into the uh, gas inlet, and that's it. So I don't need to move from the car. It's all driven from my mobile app, which is a, a very, very nice experience. It's very convenient, you know, and uh, definitely agree. You know, these guys are doing a wonderful service. When it comes to the actual store as a cons consumer, what's really nice, the, the variety of different products that Adnok actually serves. So you can buy everything for the gifts for your friends, which I do most of the time. Sorry, friends, you know, that are listening. And, you know, so this just shows you that you can, you know, different price points and, and you can even but buy... What, 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 what is in this store? Sorry, because I, I only know European gas stations. And European gas stations, you have like, um, sometimes you have like the, the old street maps. Yeah, you have a couple of, uh, what is it, uh, screen wipers in there, mm, some beverages. That's it. So I, 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 I could not buy gifts from from the from from a shell station in Berlin or Hamburg for for my friends. What is it? What can you buy here? Yeah, so I uh, know maybe it will add to this. But from my personal perspective, I can buy everything from Lego, right, to your kids. So I do that a lot. You know, when I don't buy in a in a standard gas station. Absolutely, yeah, which yes, is impressive. You can. you can buy fresh flowers like an orchid, which is imagine you know requires you know to look after it and and right. So an attendant know it. You can buy every possible, uh, you know, like, I don't know, water, mineral water, like rice cokes and all. Confectionery, yes. uh, drinks, um, um, uh, what is it, biscuits, uh, whatever you find in a convenience store, even perfumes sometimes. And um, But again, the products are, are um, uh, we have a, a diversified portfolio of products. And they are not available everywhere. So uh, depending on the demography of the station, where the station is located, you're going to find something different from other places. So it's a case by case. But how big is the station usually? So the retail space? 
little space. Usually, it, again, it's, uh, it's about the location. If I take the, the ones on the highway, are huge. Uh, and we we even ha have additional space we we rent to uh, third parties. So, like what? Like a bakery or uh, like uh, uh, food uh, providers? I, I don't want to share any brand names, but they're famous for. for okay, their... yeah, but on the highways, I understand. So then yeah. they have big gas stations. But here, like if you like go through Dubai in the city, like a standard gas station. So yes. how how big is the retail space there? Uh, it's I would say it's medium. Medium to small. Again, if I take the example of the, of the one in um, Al Wasr Road in Jumeirah, it's it's uh, big enough to serve the community uh, with enough um, uh, a variety on the sea store. But again, we have different models also for our stations. We don't build the station the same way. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure you've seen that. Uh, maybe um, uh, uh, you can see it later on. We have what we call uh, Adnok on the go. So very uh, very. Um, uh, it's a format specifically done for uh, small locations, uh, and you don't need to uh, uh, you don't need to uh, even come out from the car. Everything is served to you. If is it fuel or even on the retail space, you 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 get uh, attended to and you get everything from the car. It's a very small uh, format for for uh, small communities and small locations. But Lina, would you would you go to like an eggnog station uh, and buying stuff? When it's not gas or like uh, fuel related, so would you go there because you want to buy an orchid, for example, and and you don't need to refuel? Yeah. So actually, for 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 me as uh, someone who is always in a hurry, I would say it's always the convenience element. Maybe it wouldn't be the first uh, choice, you know, if I have three days to go until I need a gift or something. But it would definitely be the first choice in my mind, you know, if I. If I think I need something in one hour, right? I, I, I would definitely not always take a risk of, uh, yeah, if I can get on quick commerce, maybe. But if I am on the move and I cannot commit to like certain location, yeah. like Adnok would be the place, you know, I, I would I would go because I know the variety is, is actually really big. Right. But okay. maybe now I would get a chance to ask the question. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, what about, so in, in this sort of convenience, a presence, a physical Like, what does actually digital mean for Adnoc and, and how do you guys see digital, the e-commerce? Are you exploring it? Are you looking looking to launch? So, here, you, uh, let me start with the first question. Yeah. Why we're talking about digital in a, in a few retail and convenience environment. Uh, again, I, I would definitely convenience is important for our customers. Uh, people, when they come to the station, they're not coming in. Uh, For, for, a, for a destination, they're coming for a chore. So if you can make that uh, journey for them easy and convenient, that's going to help us uh, keep those customers and keep them happy, basically. Uh, and we, when we say about digital, it's about can we, how can we make the experience more frictionless, whether it's um, uh, by, by buying fuel, uh, by uh, paying in the station if they want, uh, by uh, selecting uh, specific products uh, through our Uh, mobile app through our catalog and even um, uh, serving uh, uh, or supporting them from a customer support perspective. That's also important. Uh, and that's, that's I think, one of the main, um, I, would, I would say, one of the main focus for, 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 for all employees from the top of the pyramid to, uh, till the end. Everyone is focused about customer experience, about convenience. Uh, and we do everything uh, to keep those customers happy. Uh, one one of the 
uh, now I jump to the e-commerce. Maybe that's that's also important. So, analog distribution um, uh, have historically have been in the e-commerce long time back, surprisingly, uh, because we we always had the option to uh, order your LPG cylinder in Abu Dhabi through the mobile app. So that's your, your what your LPG the LPG cylinder the g- cooking gas. Ah. through the mobile app. Is this a big thing, cooking gas in Abu Dhabi? It's a it's a e- e-commerce product at the end. So instead of going to the station, driving there, getting your cylinder, putting it there, getting someone to give a, a full one and putting the car back. But, but how many back. how many households would cook with gas in Abu Dhabi? Uh, I don't have the numbers, but it's a, it's, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. I would see. But you are talking like more than twenty percent or so. Like is it really big uh, big? I I don't have the numbers. Okay. I don't have numbers. I know it's big, but I don't have uh, exact numbers. So now with the with the LPG ordering um, uh, in into the mobile app, uh, the delivery guy comes directly to your location, replaces the cylinder for you, and then it's more convenient, basically more convenient. And then uh, uh, on 2022, we start engaging more on e-commerce uh, with the with the COVID uh, starting to come around. We uh, we started offering our products uh, through. Um, through the um, main aggregators on the market, uh, if some of the main application for ordering, so you can uh, if you go there now t- today you will find our products available. You can order and you get the del- delivered automatically to your uh, to your house, and that was uh, uh, I would say v- very successful in a way. So we scaled uh, and we are today around two hundred locations serving uh, products. Uh, for those customers through the aggregators, 200 C store in fact, and um, uh, and even the assortment has grown over time. Uh, the assortment offering for e-commerce is has becoming bigger and bigger depending on the locations we're serving also. Crazy, but um, uh, before we talk about more about the e-commerce stuff, I'd like to talk uh, about like one elephant in the room. Obviously, one big like issues about this uh, the 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 industry is that the um, is the electrification of cars. So we definitely see it in Europe and in some states, in Norway, uh, for example, uh, where we have like a high penetration of electric cars. Yeah. The usage of gas stations is changing. So is there, and, and you can see it now, you have other countries where you can see the, kind of what's happening. And even though the adaption here seems to be a bit slower, you don't see like many Teslas here in, in the region. Yeah. Is it something where you think, okay, uh, this is going to change your business model or the way how you approach it? So, uh, as someone who's commuting uh, regularly between Dubai and Abu Dhabi, I can tell you the more and more people are uh, having now EV cars. Uh, it's becoming um, uh, very usual to see people driving electric cars basically on the highway, especially. Now, uh, uh, distribution being a um, a mobility player in the region. Uh, we definitely uh, have our play into the EV market. And uh, I think four or five months back, we announced uh, a joint venture between Adnox Distribution and other uh, Abu Dhabi player to install uh, 30,000 uh, EV um, chargers in country uh, between now and 2030. I think that's that shows uh, clearly that there is an interest from Adnox Distribution into the EV market. And we're we're gonna be uh, for sure uh, playing a, g- a big role in that area. But but maybe let's stick like one minute. Also, like you just announced it, and the one the one issue I see, I'm an EV driver. So the one issue I have usually you have you find EV stations in uh, in Germany in very remote places. 
So it's usually not a, even a coffee option mm. or a really bad one. Also, I have to spend like 20 minutes uh, on average at the EV stations or 50 minutes more than I would have spent with like a, a gas-powered nice, uh, gas car. Are, are you, could you like imagine a world where like this kind of gas station becomes much more kind of a short-term hospitality play, whatever, offering, I don't know, like... Um, some skincare thing, whatever you can do like in, in, in 20 yeah. minutes because you, you're you're going to be there anyway. So you're going to charge for it. So it's a, maybe it's cheaper in some ways to uh, to charge it, but I have to spend some time and I obviously exactly. want to have like quality time if I cannot so, charge at home. Uh, that that goes to the, as you said, changing the perspective where from a gas station to maybe a, a mobility hub where people are coming uh, putting their cars for charging and staying for not only 20 minutes, maybe for one hour or two hours. Uh, and that involves changing also the way we serve those customers through our convenience stores, having maybe more seating areas, having uh, 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 more services offered to them, uh, enabling more uh, third parties, uh, uh, partners to be on the on the forecourt, uh, whether it's food or non-food also. So uh, rethinking, I would say, the customer journey is part of that overall experience. It's not only the installing infrastructure, as you said. It's also rethinking the customer journey and rethinking the way we 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 um, we receive the customer into our full court. That's important. And and today, if I may uh, may add also today, on especially on the on the uh, areas where you have uh, travelers, like the highways, the the stations are uh, already equipped. I would say with. Uh, areas where people can take a rest, have a coffee, have a have a meal, uh, spend some time. So it's it's already there, even for for a traditional uh, unconventional fuel station. Now it, the question is how fast we can convert those uh, into a mobility uh, hubs, uh, and how can we align that with the overall, uh, I would say, EV installation. Mm. Mm. One, one more, one more question. One more question on this. So um, I understand that there's like already um, areas where you can seat and uh, been been served some food uh, um, and drinks. And um, you've explained or talked about like lots of digital experience um, on store or uh, during the during the process of of shopping fuel. But as you're like the third or second big, biggest merchant already so how important is the distance business so when the customer is not coming to an eggnog eggnog store so is the mobility app is the app also working do you have a website where you can order stuff and you have people coming from your stores serving stuff in an ultra fast delivery way for example so uh, from 2020 2020 uh, we started offering our products through the uh, through the aggregators and the ordering apps uh, and we're able to deliver within 15-20 minutes our products, uh, even the fresh products, because we offer also uh, some some fresh products like bakery and uh, fresh uh, fresh coffee. But you deliver it yourself, or people are picking it up? No, like we get third-party okay. aggregators to deliver okay. for us. Mm -hmm. Where uh, and that was the reason we did it was during COVID we we had to um, uh, to quickly move online, uh, and we changed our plans, and uh, we felt that. Uh, those guys are doing a pretty good job, so there, there was no reason to um, uh, to change them. Uh, now, uh, at least, uh, um, we're, we're starting considering other ways of deliv delivering convenience to our customers. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure if Lina is having the mobile app, but today you have a shop on the mobile app, and you can order products from there. Uh, but it's... Uh, uh, it's a it's a bopis buy online uh, pick at store basically or click and collect so today you can order your coffee in advance half an hour before 
come to the station, you will find your product already available. You can collect it from the station. Uh, that's how we, uh, uh, we're, we're um, initially starting to offer that online experience for customers. And we have a full catalog in the, in the mobile app with most of the products that are most of the best sellers, I would say. That are really fast going items. Is is there any like product that you own exclusively where I don't have like other channels where to buy? Sorry, come like again. like products brands you're owning kind of I don't know Ednog flowers the special Ednog bouquet of flowers I only get at your stations. No, other than the fresh products, the bakery and the coffee, we don't have um, uh, we don't have uh, Ednog labeled products. Basically, that's not something. Uh, uh, I mean, we have we have uh, uh, our lube. Ranch, which is Adnok Voyager, uh, which is fully owned by Adnok Distribution. Mm -hmm. That's uh, our brand. But other than that, from a from a retail perspective, uh, from FMCG, we don't have any. Other. We we use the the uh, usual assortment from from the market. So maybe the, I can say to ask you around the data side, right? So you're capturing a lot of information when it comes from maybe the people like refueling and all. What about um, retail in general? Considering you're fulfilling it through third-party aggregators, do you do you think that, that you're still lacking data or these third-party aggregators sharing data with you? What's your take on the whole data and kind of helping to build that loyalty with customers? In order Today we heard a lot of words of personalization, personalization. So what's what's your take on personalization you know, using using the data? So it, for us, it all starts with our loyalty program. We, we were offering for customers a loyalty program for the last three years. And, uh, and today we're, we're, we're having around 1.5 uh, million registered users into that loyalty program. That's a decent number for uh, United Arab Emirates. And we're able to track and understand um, uh, shopping behavior, understand customer behavior, and through those, uh, through those members, I would call them members. Uh, but the, 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 the objective definitely is to improve the customer experience, to be able to offer a better uh, assortment for those customers. Uh, but that's again through, through our main channel, which is the mobile app. Now, for, uh, for uh, online deliveries, we're, we're working hand in hand with the aggregators to get some data. It's not as rich as someone who's using our mobile app. But it's it's growing over time, and we'll we'll uh, we we're have we're lucky to have them, and uh, have them be being very supportive and uh, listening to our requests whenever we need data. So it's uh, uh, I would say it's growing over time, and we're able to build more and more uh, personalized experience for those customers, even from on the third party aggregators, basically. Great. All right. Well, I am heading back to the retail room. Uh, thank you. Great seeing you, Zaid. Thank Thanks, you, uh, Alex. And I'll see you shortly. Yeah, we we'll see you in the next podcast. Uh, then, then I then I can then I can ask Zaid uh, a couple of more uh, questions here regarding okay. the business. So, so one thing I've ever asked myself is like on the um, on the um, on the gas station businesses. Um, there's so many opportunities to verticalize the business. We can offer even more stuff like around the car, repair services, rental car services. But the stations I know in Europe are really focused on just like selling gas more or less. It's like in, yeah. in, an, in and out business. Is there anything that speaks against like expanding into these other areas? Is it, is it too space heavy? Is it Does it make sense at the locations where the gas stations are usually served? I think I, I, it goes back to the, the, the strategy uh, Uh, provided by Adnoc as a group uh, and the way they see uh, how their retail arm should function. Uh, today, uh, our main focus uh, was and still to serve customers, to serve the nation. Uh, 
to be able to uh, to to be available everywhere, even in remote locations. You have ad hoc stations, and that's part of that mission for the for the company. Now, um, there are always opportunities to uh, to diversify the portfolio. EV is one of them. Um, uh, investing also in uh, in other uh, other companies is uh, one of them. I'm, I'm not sure if I mentioned that, but. Uh, uh, we just completed the acquisition of uh, 50% stake in uh, Total Energies in Egypt, which is an, around 240 stations in Egypt. So that's a, that's an investment uh, for Adnoc, and this is how they see uh, the the strategy from from a diversification perspective. Uh, today and historically, the the type of services we've been offering in the station have been always the same. We haven't changed anything. Uh, we're, we're and the focus is more to improve. The way we're offering those services and the, the convenience of customers coming to our stations—that's the focus for today. Okay, then then one other um, one other one other um, area where I saw gas stations like um, changing their offer or at least like adding adding new product is. Um, I don't know if you followed like the uh, the journey of Shell in in Europe. They once started to offer a product called Shell Ultimate, a special gas that gets more power of your car. Uh, so instead of like. What is it like 98 octane? It's then offered like 99 yes. or whatever. So for 99.99999% of the customers, no change at all, just more pricey. But yeah. I totally understand it like from a from a from a from a station provider perspective to offer a differentiated product. Yes. When people believe that the product is better for the car, and even if they they put it in there and they say, Yeah, I feel like the two percent of our performance totally makes sense. Have you experimented with this stuff too? Yes, we did. We did. In fact, um, I would say we're we're lucky to be here in UAE because you have so many um, supercars and luxury cars and they need special type of fuel anyway. Oh. So we today offer a 98 octane uh, uh, product, which is also um, having a lot of additives included, especially for those kind of cars. It's, it's slightly more expensive than 95, but it's very useful for those type of cars. And this is this this has been always our premium product for those customers, and this is our differentiation for them. But is there also customers without the supercar still using this product? And say, uh, okay, the, I can I can get off out yeah, of my yeah, the, Lex, the, out, out of my standard Lexus yes. LS three hundred. I can get this this two percent more performance. It's worth it. Yes, there are customers going for those products, but again, it depends on the areas and the location of the station. When when you have stations uh, in in, um, if I may say, more luxury locations, customers are having the, this propensity to go for the ninety eight and the premium fuel. More even than other normal, areas, even with a normal car. Yes, yes, and usually, usually they they don't have normal cars, but they they have I would say <laughs> medium to normal cars, <laughs> and they have this propensity to go for ninety eight. And again, we we uh, we as a retailer, um, uh, especially when we launched the product, we we did a lot of push from a marketing perspective, uh, having vouchers, having bundles, offering more uh, more savings for customers to push them for the product and try it. Uh, and we've seen, uh, uh, I would say, some success in that area. Mm. Okay, t t t t t t totally get it, and totally makes uh, totally makes sense. Uh, one other thing that uh, that that I um, that came up when I prepared for the podcast is so for the the business you're in is very real estate heavy. So just like you're expanding by having more stations, essentially, so like um, getting more cars into the same station is there's there's a certain limitation yes. uh, uh, to it obviously you can give out more vouchers uh, but in areas where you're like the only provider it doesn't make sense to to uh, cut your margins um, therefore I assume like 
real estate operations or real estate expansions is like the main focus from an operational perspective. So how important is digital? So you're responsive, uh, responsible like for the digital experience. So when I when I would be uh, uh, following a, a board conversation with Ednock, so how often is, is digital a topic in the board conversations? So... Uh, Uh, digital have been uh, in in the main, I would say, the top five topics uh, for our CEO, for uh, for the uh, executive director. Uh, I've been around for for more than three years now, and from day one, I've heard uh, two words: digital and customer experience, very strongly. So digital is is important, and that's why we push a lot, uh, uh, try to enable experiences through our mobile app, try to enable um, uh, even experiences on the forecourt for those customers through digital. Uh, if I may share, for example, I think this is something we announced two months back. Uh, and in some of the locations, we have now installed the computer vision cameras. And if you uh, uh, add your your plate number into the mobile app and include your preferences for fuel and amount, the next time you visit the station, you don't need to open the window. You just park. The attendant knows who you are, knows how which fuel to put, how may, how much to put. And when he finishes, uh, you leave the, the station without talking to anyone and the payment is automatically collected from your wallet. So that's a totally frictionless experience that we're able to offer through digital. And that wouldn't have been possible without digital. And, and are, are people using it? Is it so I, I, I would use I would it's, use it, but it's usually... It's available. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if you know the place, but the, our main station is Sheikh Zayed Road, the biggest road in UAE. It's already having the service. It's available. So the more, next time you visit in but, but, Sheikh Zayed Road but, 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 Station, but the, the I I guess you need the uh, Adnoc app uh, for it, or yeah, yeah, after, I, I yes. have to register. We enable that through the Adnoc distribution app. But yes. is he, do you see quite some adoption to this service? Because it sounds strange not to talk to to because it's part of the UX. Maybe you have a very friendly uh, service so guy. You, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's it's some. It depends again on the market and the people uh, and the culture of the people here. Um, And uh, and you highlighted a very important point because the interaction is, as you said, is missing. But we, we what we did when we implemented the service, we added screens in front of the driver to add that interaction bit with the customer. So uh, uh, sometimes when people are coming to the station, they don't want to talk to anyone. They just want to get the fuel and leave. So we're trying also to, um, uh, to interact with them through those screens by offering sometimes uh, important information, by offering even... Uh, upsell uh, or bundles or additional offers to them, ah. so we can try to uh, engage with them through that screen also. Interesting. So yesterday we had a uh, yet a dinner. You also attended, and uh, some of the dinner attendants they uh, they ordered a driver because yes. uh, because of the uh, alcohol they were not able to drive their own cars. And then I thought, okay, this that's definitely a service I would also order instead of like going myself to a gas station, like doing like a, a detour. Um, And it also like takes 10, 15 minutes, whatever, the detour and doing the gas and driving that. Is it also a service uh, you provide? Like like the, we pick your car up, we we bring it back fully loaded uh, with gas? Uh, today, this is not a service we offer. Uh, we, we focus mostly on corporates, not on individual drivers. So we can uh, offer fuel delivery to corporates directly to their locations when required. So, but then you would deliver full, so with like a fuel truck, is it then, or how do you? Usually, it's a fuel truck, fully equipped, ah, okay. to uh, to fuel their their fleet basically okay. in their location or their select location. Okay, maybe that's then for your roadmap. Then adding this kind of driver service, but I, 
Well, how, how, but people could do it today, most likely. They could. I order they a driver for Kareem, and then they say, okay, bring the car to the gas station and bring it back full. Stuff like this. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's. I don't see value, to be honest, for for the company offering those services because the 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 only differentiation was when it was launched here was the price uh, reduction that you can get when you buy from those guys. Uh, but because the prices are regulated, it's the same price at the pump or even on the. Uh, when you get the fuel delivered to to your door, not just a service for me as a consumer. If I don't want to, if I don't want to fuel up my no, car, no, consumer is winning. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that consumer yeah. is the winner here. Yeah, but the people who are offering the service are are playing on very thin margins. In fact, they are, they don't have much margins here compared to fuel stations. So it's operationally, uh, it's not necessarily a, a money making operation. No, but I would I so would pay somebody additional would, services. I would pay that. somebody to drive to an Etnoc station. Maybe my plate is already registered. Okay, but I don't want to do it myself. I just want to save like the 10 Maybe minutes. Maybe your driver. That's a different story because a lot of people are having drivers here. Ah. <laughs> so you can ask your driver to go and fuel. Uh, and, uh, and the way to control oh, the, awesome. okay. the, that is also through, through, the, through the plate number. Because to avoid fraud also. Because sometimes, can, sometimes someone, if you give a car to someone to fuel your car, he can maybe fuel half your car and half is something, something else. So you never know. Ah. Having the plate number is, uh, 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 or RFID tag is a way to control that whoever is getting that transaction is the right vehicle and the right uh, person. Okay. Is it, and, and like maybe another question, it's, uh, I, I hope it's not like too, too, too private. So when, when like European consumers are thinking about like the GCC region, the, uh, the, um, the, main, um, the main thinking about gas prices, they must be like super, super low doesn't play a role at all because see, here it comes out of the ground and therefore it must be super cheap like uh, gas filling a car. Is is this a case? Are gas prices so much cheaper here compared to the rest of Europe? So I don't know the prices in Europe to be honest. I, I can't compare to my home country. Uh, I'm originally from Morocco and uh, definitely the gas prices are much, much cheaper than my home country. So uh, clearly the, the, being an, a country where oil is produced it is, a, is an advantage what is and a liter here like for standard 95 uh, uh, 95 is on um, liter, liter basis is three something three uh, dirhams. dirham yes so, so it's give 80, me one minute because yeah. i'm gonna check the prices on the mobile app also so ah, okay this is how digital is important yeah one minute is it different prices on different stations or it's like the one prices are price? a monthly set by the government so uh, the prices uh, in all are all network the same prices for us and for all other operators. It's not something. So the 95 is 3.05 AED per liter. 3.05 divided by this 4 is like 70 cents, euro cents. Maybe, okay. yeah. Okay. That's maybe uh, that's 60% less than German prices right now. There was a time which was uh, very, very cheap. I remember when I came here to the, into the region, uh, I was initially in Bahrain. It was more expensive to buy water than fuel. I I lived that moment. But I still, but I see a lot <laughs> of cars. So I would have expected more U.S. muscle cars, where like fuel consumption is like uh, usually a huge problem. But I see a lot of cars which are like super efficient on the fuel consumption side here. It's uh, it's demography based. Okay. Uh, uh, people from the UAE likes uh, uh, big cars. Uh, for for their comfort, especially the big SUVs, basically. And there, you don't ask questions about the price; just to get the car, and then you pay for the fuel, basically. So uh, again, there are uh, other people from uh, from other areas, like South Southeast Asia, for example, where they like more 
comfy and uh, less ex less expensive cars to run. So you get uh, le less consuming uh, this type of cars be on the road, basically. Okay. So uh, it's really based on demographics. It's really based on the uh, expectations for the customer. So um, again, it, we, we, we're, we're in a comfort so society, basically. So a lot of people prefer to have big cars. Uh, I don't, they don't see uh, the fuel price being an issue or being a challenge for them. Okay. Maybe last question. Um, uh, so the one th big thing you're now rolling out is the uh, plate recognition uh, um, um, service. So you need some cameras and you need yes. to register of the, of, of the plates, for, which, I, which I think is a cool, it's a cool service. Other big digital services coming out in 2023, 2024, you're looking forward, you're working on? So... We, we are, as I said, we're, we're um, rolling out our um, online shop. Uh, we started initially with a limited number of stations just to test the service. Uh, and we're hoping to scale by the end the of the year. But this is always a BOPIS model, right? Yeah, yeah. There's going to be click and collect BOPIS model. Yeah. That's going to be there. Uh, at least for 2023, it's going to be BOPIS model. And then, uh, again, we're there to, uh, to, uh, to learn, understand the customer behavior, understand the shopping behavior for those customers. And then maybe um, uh, see how we can evolve over time with the service. Okay, that's that's the idea. And other other maybe um, uh, services that we're we're offering is um, uh, we we launched our first pilot of what we call AdnoGo. Mm -hmm. This is a fully unmanned store uh, using also computer vision and AI to track customer inside the store. Uh, that's a technology we try and which we're testing currently. And we see, uh, but that's not not working for the customer who is uh, registered for the plate recognition payment method. He's staying in the car. That's not going to work. For, that's why we have the interactive screens in front of him. Oh, okay. So that's how we interact with those customers. But how how is he uh, using the screens when he's in the car? So uh, if you're in the car, you're fueling now. You can get to your mobile app, go to the shop, select the station you are in, select the products you want, and it's going to get delivered to your car, or it's going to. Get, uh, ah. that's also an option. So there might be com somebody coming out with a bouquet of flowers. Uh, yeah. You've, okay. yeah, it's possible. If it's in the catalog of that station, you can you can order it. Uh, and we have an, uh, an option we called order now. So uh, uh, in fact, we're, we're uh, uh, finalizing that. So you get a push notification directly to your mobile app while you're fueling with a proposed product based on your history uh, that you, you ordered just by one click. And okay. you're gonna get it delivered to your car, and then you just like open your trunk with like one click. You don't need, and then yeah, somebody puts right. it in. No, not necessarily. Again, yeah. it's about convenience. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, you'd be surprised uh, how, how people are behaving differently when they're on this uh, service station. Uh, it's a day by day basis. Sometimes I'm coming out from a meeting. I'm really pissed off. I don't want to speak to anyone. Uh, it's, I find it really convenient to go to this uh, fuel station if I have to, especially if I'm cl close to be, uh, have an empty trunk and then uh, get the fuel and leave. That's it. Nice. Super interesting. And interesting to learn that it's one of the biggest merchants here uh, uh, in the region. Yeah, from a volume perspective, from a number of transactions, yeah, we are one of the biggest. It's crazy. Companies. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, what, what is it, like 230 million a year? Was it? Uh, it's uh, 217 million. 17. Yeah, crazy numbers every year. Yeah, crazy, crazy. No, it's a, a huge volume. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very cool. You've been here uh, on the show. I've learned a lot about the uh, uh, your your business and the business model, uh, and definitely following like the transition into this EV uh, uh, business. So next time, most Great. likely when you're, you're going to speak, then the first chargers are are live next year. 
the, the charges are already live. Some of the charges are already live okay. in the stations. So uh, in uh, and again, using the mobile app, you can search for EV charges on okay. our uh, station finder. Okay. And you can decide where you want to go, basically, based on that. And uh, I just want to add something here. The yes. EV, the EV charging is also enabled through the mobile app. So when you go into the mobile app, you select the EV charger, and you can do your your, uh, your payment through the mobile app also. We're all digital, in fact. Nice, nice. Yeah. Super cool, Saad. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure uh, talking to you and Lena. And then uh, we, we'll continue discussion maybe later on once we, we I have more updates on the EV part. Yeah. We we meet on the next Agnox station. Inshallah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>